0: Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys, we are continuing in our series about the seasons of marriage. And today we're talking about that season of raising teenagers and how to keep your marriage strong through it. And we have some very, very special guests and dear friends of ours in studio with us today. And it's going to be a real treat for you, right, sweetie?
1: Yes. Two of my favorite people are here with us, Eric and Keisha Gomez. They are, they've, they've launched a couple already. They still got one that's getting ready to launch. They have got so much wisdom to teach us about lots of things, but in particular today about this season of marriage and parenting. Stick around. You're going to love it. Let's dive in. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited about our guests today, Eric and Keisha Gomez, our dear friends of ours. Eric's also the COO here at XO Marriage. I always put an L at the end because you are COOL. That's my dad joke. (laughs) We're full of cheesy jokes over here. You guys know it. (laughs) You guys are awesome, and we love calling you friends, and we're excited about this conversation. And Just as a refresher for those listening, we're in seasons of marriage, and we're talking about all the different seasons and how every season in marriage has unique challenges and unique opportunities, unique blessings. And we're doing one episode We're just Ashley and me talk, and then we're inviting an expert to join us who's in the trenches. And so today's we, we've got particular interest in, because it's I do. when you're raising teenagers, mm-hmm. we've got a couple teenagers, a couple younger, you guys have a lot of experience in this. You've got one that's now in college, uh, one that's going to be going to college soon. And so you're, you're kind of preparing for that empty nest and and you're dealing with the adult children or children who are becoming adults and there's a lot a lot that goes on with that so it's stressful it's fun it's exciting we just want to pick your brain so thank you for being here yes, of course absolutely. we're excited to be here
0: honored to be here yes so tell us a little bit about your family dynamic and kind of i know dave just said like where you are but you have two kids pretty close in age mm-hmm. and just tell us more about that So we have three kids or three kids. I'm sorry. Yes. Two teenagers. We have two teenagers.
2: And then we have a 25 year old who's already married. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we have a family of four dynamic Mm -hmm. uh, and our 19 year old who's at ACU, Albany Christian. uh, Go cats. Uh, And then um, we also have a 17 year old. And so she's a senior. Yes. And so that's where we sit now. Mm-hmm. And so we're still trying to figure it out. I don't know about experts. When you said experts, that, that threw yeah. me, I was like, I don't you know. You guys are about
1: to be. experienced. You
0: are experienced. You're yeah. seasoned. You, you don't
1: know. look old enough no, you, well, to you have guys had kids uh, young. that experience. We yes. yes, we started. Young. Yes, we started young. Which I
0: think That's is true. really cool because now you're going to be young and be empty nesters. Yes. 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 Yeah. We can't say that about ourselves
1: because we're, we're. I wish we had started young.
0: <laughs> we Well, we did have two kids young. Then we had a breather.
1: Then we had a long break.
0: And then we had so more I'll be
1: heads, I'll so. be on a walker by the time no, we're nesters, but we're not going to be
0: that old. No, it, it's like on the older.
1: Wouldn't ones. change a thing. They're awesome. <laughs> but what are you guys learning in this season? Yeah, sorry to cut yeah. you off, no, sweetie. You was,
0: go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just would love to hear like what what you're learning in the season, and maybe what did you do different like now with your youngest as opposed to when your first one was the 25 year old was going through. Like, yeah. what do you wish you could have gone back and told yourself when you were starting? This season of, of having teenagers what would you have done differently and what would well, that, you have done the same a, the,
2: yeah i think that's a bit i mean how long is the show <laughs> uh, I, I think for us you know one thing would be um I, I think when i was younger i would have told myself to be more patient mm. um in my 20s I, I didn't think of myself as a, a patient man um i i was just trying to I don't know, meet that, uh, I've heard people talk about in your 20s, you're trying to find your your niche, you're trying to find your adulthood, you're trying to find who your friends are. And sometimes that kind of overshadows and even while you're parent or why you're trying to be the best parent that you can. And I think for me, I, I wish I would have had gone back to spend more times investing seeds at that beginning, mm-hmm. like planting seeds, uh, personally for me. Um, but uh, I think for, for us, as what we've seen is, uh, just being faithful and just knowing that God has you through it all. I, I don't think I believed that when I was in my 20s. Uh, I think I needed to have it all figured out and I didn't. So then I would panic in the moment and yeah, I would yeah. react to anger, or f- frustration with my kids as opposed to uh, now I feel I don't overreact. I feel that I, we respond as opposed to react. Yep. And in my 20s, I just reacted. Uh, I feel like definitely just was like. The the sky is falling. Yeah. What are we going to do? Um, as opposed to now, I don't feel as if the sky is falling. Um, uh, we approach it much different, and so I think that's the difference for me. I wish I would have told myself when the sky is falling, don't panic. Yeah. I think that if I can go back and tell myself, that's what I'll go back and tell like, myself. Calm
0: down. It's okay. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> so, that's good. That's really good. I'm like mentally taking notes as you're saying because like I, like we're entering and We're we're a little farther behind I mean age-wise we're not mm-hmm. but you guys look well younger than us somehow but <laughs> yes. but w- we've got a lot to learn from the journey that you've taken because yeah. we're just now getting ready to launch our to first, launch one. The
0: first one and like what would you guys say to kind of leading up to that because you've been through kind of those those early teenage years what would you say is has been the hardest thing with raising teenagers
2: I'll let you take a crack at that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hardest thing um I think, like
3: he said, uh, really just um, reacting and kind of allowing their emotions. We were kind of just along for the ride with them. Like when we're up, we're up. When we're de- uh, one of them, who I shall not name, yes, w- would pretty much set the the temperature for our household. Mm-hmm. And if that one was having a bad day, the house was having a bad day. Rather than grabbing control of the situation, regrounding ourselves, and not only helping that child out of it, but but then in turn, helping the whole family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is just, it, it, God's always faithful. He always brought us out of those valleys that seem to be very low. Um, but when you're going through it, it just doesn't really seem that, you
0: can't get, you can't see the other side yet. Right, so. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. the hindsight is truly 20 Absolutely. You're like, mm-hmm. Why yeah. did I lose it so much and feel yes. like our life was over yeah. when really I, I couldn't see it? Because I feel like too with that, you know, um, one thing, when I wrote my book, Peace Pirates, I actually did a survey with 200 different moms and I asked them what's the hardest season of parenting and what I found, and a lot of them had multiple kids, mm-hmm. and what I found is the hardest season, nearly, I would say like 95% of the time, was the newest one for them. And so like what I hear you saying is, when, when especially with that first teenager, mm-hmm. like when you're first experiencing this and they're first experiencing it, I think as parents we tend to see it harder than it really is because <laughs> we haven't been there yet. Sure. And no. I and, and we're certainly there like when Cooper got his license our oldest son um we I kind of freaked out a little like the, those first 2 weeks I was not well. Like I really I really had to dig deep in my faith and like really surrender it to God and I really talked to you Keisha we, like before we led up to this because I just I don't know it kind of it kind of hit me like I guess I wasn't thinking about it and then it happened and then I was always like, oh, my gosh. And I really I didn't want to. I didn't want to make Cooper scared. You yeah. know, he's got to go drive this this car. You know, and I want to. I wanted to instill confidence in him, but I also wanted him to have a healthy fear mm-hmm. of what could happen should he not drive. You know, properly okay. and be willy nilly about it. But you know, it is. It's one of those things where I do. I feel like as parents, when it's a new season for us, especially when they're in those teenage years, we do tend to want to freak out because some of these decisions they make as teenagers can affect them for life. Yes.
2: That stakes are much higher. And there's weight. Yeah, the stakes right? are much higher. I mean,
0: did you feel that entering? In into those teenage years with your kids, yes, absolutely, we did.
3: Yeah, um, and and just from some of the decisions we had made in our younger years, we knew the implications of some of those decisions that could be made, and and yeah. and and the pain that they can bring. So um, there was a lot of fear there, and again, yeah. it was just reminding ourselves and reminding them we have to be prayerful for that through this, and 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 not allow that fear to. Um, kind of guide our parenting. And and I'm so guilty of that. That's um, definitely my downfall is allowing fear, like worst case scenario, like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, they're going to drive off a bridge. Like all these horrible things you can imagine in your your head. And they just, they don't usually happen.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's easy to worry, though. I, and I think that what she said there where you parent out of your fears. And so, you know, you're trying to protect them from maybe some of the mistakes that you made previously. And so we have three kids. Uh, I had uh, Brandon, who's our oldest, who's 25. I had him at 17 as a senior in high school. Yes. And so um, that brung, brought a new dynamic. So when we started dating, I, you know, hey, by the way, I have a two-year-old. Right. Uh, and so uh, you, you, you have to you have to figure that out as you become an instant family. sure. Uh, And and so, but then you parent, I don't want that for our kiddos. I want them to, um, and I wasn't raised, uh, I didn't find Christ until I was in my 20s. So uh, we want them, though, to protect their, you know, their their integrity. Uh, We want them to protect, uh, uh, we want them to go healthy into a marriage. And so you you, you really try to overcompensate when you try to do Anything and everything that you can do to prevent that from happening. And so uh, what we've learned is is that you can and you can do a lot of things and put a lot of measures in place, but a lot of it is just faith. And a lot of it yeah, is preparing sure. them, like preparing their heart for it. Yes. And I think that's what we've learned uh, over the years is really uh, God has them. Uh, and, and, you know, I feel like the grandparents now at the table like, oh, God has you. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, but that's, you know, what we've truly seen is that, is that, even through the, the highest of highs or the lowest of lows. Um, and even when we mess up, because I mean, all through these 21 years coming up on marriage uh, with these kids, I mean, we, we have missed the mark countless times. Uh, but All our kids, have, right? yeah, <laughs> but our kiddos have been, they, they have turned out just fantastic. Uh, and you there, there are kids. some attention. There are, there are some things that, you know, I believe that we have some, some culture. There's things of our culture that it's going to naturally produce. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the kids that we have, mm-hmm. um, but those are things that God has told us and put on our heart to say, this is part of your, your family. And I want you to lead in a certain way.
0: Yeah. You know, just watching you guys and being your all's friends, what I notice is that you all, you know, faith is truly like the Lord is truly the foundation of your family. And I think you all have done such a great job of not only. Show, you know, giving that standard to your children, but living it out. Like mm-hmm. you know, you you have that standard, but you all are so authentic too in living your faith. And I know that both of you, you know, youth group has mm-hmm. been a big part of kind of your family culture and what mm-hmm. you guys do and what you're involved in. Could you speak to that and like the difference that it's made in your kids' lives?
2: You want to talk you want me? Well,
0: the show may never
3: end if we let you speak on this.
2: Go, <laughs> I love
3: I think it's um, it. It's been invaluable. I mean, there were so many gaps that had to be filled in our parenting. Like, we made so many mistakes, but having them in those youth groups consistently from the time they were able to be in them, they um, allowed for there to be other adults that we trusted that were pouring into these kids so that they could always say and we could tell them, we're going to fail. We're going to mess up. God will not. And- all of these adults that have been entrusted in these roles just reinforce that. And so there may be things they don't want to talk to us about. And and we fully expected that. And But rather than going to a source that we may not trust, may not know what they're mm-hmm. going to be told, they were going back to these leaders or to these friends that they had made in their small groups. And and we could just trust. What we are saying um, is being reflected in, in the advice they're getting from other people as well, because we're all just straight from the Bible. Our church is so big on we're straight from the Bible. Um, so that allowed us to have that confidence, like we're going to make mistakes all the time. We still do constantly, um, but he doesn't. And, and he's there to fill in those gaps when we're uh, making so many mistakes.
2: That's <laughs> so good. I think just to add on, just to add on, is that the culture comes, our, our, we go to Keystone Church in Keller, Texas. Uh, shout out to Brandon. Susan. Amazing church. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, they, um, they have a culture of unity. Mm-hmm. They have a culture of unity. And so... That is part of our culture, and so we fight for unity inside the house, inside the home, and so they're hearing it at church with their small groups, with their small group leaders. Right. Uh, then they hear it from us, um, and so we kind of always remember that we're we're fighting for something bigger. We're fighting, yeah. and so no matter if we're disappointed that we didn't pay for that Chipotle meal, or that if they're upset because we didn't extend curfew, yeah. or upset that we didn't allow someone to spend the night that we're we're not familiar with. Um, we know that it's okay. Uh, the next morning, we're gonna go get some pancakes. We're gonna be all right. That there's something bigger here at stake, yeah. mm-hmm. and so our kiddos have kind of realized that over the years. Yeah. Um, it is, but it isn't always in the moment. Oh, it, sure. It isn't always but in the moment. You guys it have got a time. so
1: much relational equity just by you're, you're doing life with them. I mean, you're you're out playing ultimate frisbee with them, and you're you know you're you're just you're always that that presence makes such a such sure. a difference. You guys have just really lived it and and been there for your kids, and I, I'd like to pivot just a little bit um, to talk about the marriage aspect of things, because I know a lot of folks mm-hmm. listening, you know, they're, they're interested in like, yeah, I need all the help I can get, and like, how do we create that culture, and how do we, how do we raise teenagers, and how do we navigate all that, um, and we could talk about that forever, but I, I'd, I'd love to make sure we talk some just about how you've, how you've prioritized marriage in this season, as, and how that looks different than it did maybe in other seasons. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and what are you hoping for the next season when you, you know, soon will be empty nesters that, you know, what do you That's want crazy. that to look like? I know, I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah. What is, what does that look like right now? Just give us a little glimpse into, into married life.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Teenagers <laughs> in marriage, they, they, they're a lot savvier than when they're nine uh-uh. and 10, they know how to play the, I'll ask mom for this or I'll ask dad oh, for yeah. that. Oh yeah, definitely. I will, um, <laughs> That's a little bit more lenient here um, mom's more understanding here and I wasn't I wasn't uh, prepared for that and so uh, it happened and I, I because I wasn't prepared for it what ended up happening was uh, what it happened was um, <laughs> was we ended up getting divided between yeah. and you know our kiddos are fantastic mm-hmm. but just the enemy is trying to find ways to find ways to separate you oh, yeah. and so um, and I would say, you know, as you go through it in the moment, um, you don't recognize it. I know for me, my, my biggest fault was probably trying to be a friend with my kids, you know, and uh, and But you're given an authority over them to lead them and to yeah. shepherd them. Um, well, sometimes I was willing to throw that away to make sure that, hey, are we going to sleep, you know? with a peace in the house sure. um and so then we maybe if we had a difference of opinion on that um and then that would turn into something much different so i i've had nights and i'm being oh vulnerable here I, where we have a two-story where i'm walking up and i will stop on the on the stairs and think okay am i giving up my authority in this moment is i'm fighting for of course peace and unity in my family but at the same time is it okay to let this rest and let them just wrestle with you God and not me just come in there and rescue be the cool dad and the dad this you know and so but that puts the stress on us and that took a long time for me to learn to get there and so I would say marriage for us was uh, teenagers create this uh, they and they love to poke and find it Uh, they would find those ways to try to get us to kind of like be separate and not until just recently uh that I feel like we're finally getting on the same page, yeah, and so uh on that one, so
3: I have a hot take, mm-hmm. marriage and teenagers are not compatible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but God, <laughs> but, God. <laughs> but with God, yeah it everything he said, yeah it's it's intense, yeah, you forget you're you're fighting the same battle, yeah mm-hmm. for for the same wins, same team
0: it uh the devil sneaks in there quick, right. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of what I hear you all saying, the key is hashing through that and and, and slowing down enough to say, wait a minute, we're literally wanting the same thing here. We maybe have two different ways of getting there, but ultimately our goals are the same. How can we do this together? (laughs) And and that takes time. And I think we're you know you do see a lot of couples in the midst of raising teenagers really you know contemplating divorce or, (laughs) or really just living separate lives. Like maybe they haven't mentioned that. Hopefully not. But like they're still living separate lives and I do think because it's harder to hash it out mm-hmm. because it's really awkward at first and it can even be you know it can get I don't know heated in the sense of feeling so so passionately about how you think the kids should be raised or what how we should handle a certain yeah. situation and the other one like no 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 you know and but you know I feel like like you said Keisha when we do choose to talk about these things and really pray through these mm-hmm. things and ultimately say, you know what? I'm going to pray about this. I'm truly giving it to God. Like he does meet you there. Mm-hmm. You know he does meet you there every time. Yeah. But I think we have to it's pride. Pride is the thing that, that so. Satan loves mm-hmm. to use. He wants to make us think our spouse doesn't understand us, that we're the better parent, yes. that we know best and like just to get in between us, but we have to fight against that. Yeah. And it just takes that intentionality of what you're talking about, Eric, and and saying, "No, no, no. I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm not gonna give up. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna keep doing this, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have authority over my children, and I'm going to talk to my spouse. But like you said, it's so hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's and we're just tired. Don't you feel like sometimes we just get tired? Yeah,
3: I'm
2: tired right now. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I'm exhausted.
3: (laughs) It it brings out your insecurities too, and that all starts to, especially this phase of life where they are starting to leave the nest, and you start to go back through these. What's next? Who am I? What? I've been a stay-at-home mom for. 19 years now um, what does that next phase of life look like and so when you're parenting through those moments um, all of those insecurities start seeping in and then Mm -hmm. so you're parenting out of not only this disagreement you just had together but this inadequacy you feel and it it just ends up with a huge mess if you're not really walking with the Lord and and reading the Bible and going back to those scriptures um, just to get that grounding back absolutely yeah Grounding is a good
0: word.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's it's I'm, one of life's biggest transitions. Is you know you've given your life to raise these kids, and then all of a sudden they're 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 finally leaving the nest, and you're always, of course, going to have a relationship with them, always be their parent. But that that relationship changes dramatically, I'm sure, mm-hmm. when they leave, kind of under your under your roof, and are out spreading their wings, and then trying to figure out, okay, now what does it look like for us as a couple in this season, and mm-hmm. and as individuals in this season. And yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's good stuff. What I could see, I could
2: see how the, when people get to empty, nesty, empty nesting season, how if you're not aware of it, you can grow away mm-hmm. from each other as you get towards that season. Sure. Yeah. Um, because everything that your past 18, 19, 20 years has been, has been about one purpose and then the purpose is gone. Right. And so... Um, you know I, there's a, a great book a kid CEO Ed, Ed young put out a long time ago and uh, I'm reading it and say I'm gonna follow it to the T and then not nah, and then you get to the moments and you don't do it. but it's such a good resource because it, it, it talks about that why well, yes we're mom and dad no we're, we're, we're husband and wife first yeah. and yeah. so yeah. in protecting that the integrity of that uh, union. Um, and so that's something that we fight hard. Today, so that we don't get caught by it in two years from now, mm-hmm. and you know, all of our kids are, you know, they have their house, or at college, and then it's just the two of us, and we're looking at each other like, okay, now what's next? Yeah, and so we're excited for that next season, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we're we're so thankful to have friends here. Uh, that of course, uh, you know, you, I've heard you talk about it, Dave and uh, Ashley, on previous podcasts about like you know your your friends and your couples with Brent and Stephanie, and uh, I think what's neat about that is we tell our kids all the time, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Oh. Absolutely. yeah, show me friends oh, and yeah. show your yeah. future. And um, so we're constantly surrounding ourselves with couples that are like minded. They're gonna be prayerful with us, mm-hmm. uh, glass half full, you know, not empty. Mm-hmm. Positivity is huge for me. Uh, if someone's negative it's uh, I deuces I'm out yeah <laughs> uh, and so uh, that's something that I don't stick around for and so we have great friends that encourage us so we while yes it's been tough it's been challenging we have great friends that have really helped us along the way
0: and it's good when you're you have those friends who are in the season with you but also but beyond that season oh, yeah. I know you guys have both mm-hmm. and and even you know pouring into people who are behind you a little mm-hmm. bit and are wanting to learn from you like us you know as far as it goes with parenting I want to ask you this really important question because I know people, watching and listening to this are like you know all of this is fine and good but what about those teens that are so rebellious and are causing friction in your family because of the decisions the teens have made and i know in the work that you do with youth and 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 you know just living life you guys have probably seen this happen mm-hmm. And I would love to hear kind of your advice to the parents who are, you know, they're Christian parents, but for whatever reason, their child's just really wayward right now. And they feel like this is the one thing that no matter what they do, they want to make their marriage, you know, put their marriage first, but they feel like this is crisis mode. And this kid is just, you know, wreaking havoc and and they don't know what to do with that. What would you say?
2: That's a good question.
0: Yeah, it's hard. And we get a lot of questions about this because it, yes. it's a hard situation. There's no, like, easy fix. I wish there yeah. was. Yeah. I wish there was. Here's these three steps, you know. Well, but I know that there's some some insight.
2: You want to take a stab first? You want me to go first?
0: I'm still thinking.
2: Sure thing. All right, I'll let you think. I, I think what comes to mind first is... I. We have, I would say that one of our kiddos, he's never going to watch this because I don't have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it's a, but one of our kiddos, he's, he has a rebellious, like he, like he likes to push the boundaries. He mm-hmm. likes to push the boundaries. Uh, he's independent. Yeah. Uh, and so all of these things that you see when they're younger, like they're fierce, they're independent, they have a confidence about them. When they're a teenager, the enemy likes to counterfeit it all, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And, and so we, we've seen that rebellious streak in them. Mm-hmm. Now he does it in a, in a, uh, in a uh, it's not a detrimental to his future mm-hmm. way kind of way, but it's enough to make me want to beat the <laughs> wall. It's enough to make me want yeah. to just like, are you kidding me? You know better than this. Why are you acting this way? Your heart is better than this, you know? I've seen it. Um, but I, I think for me, it, it's just patience. That, that I think of patience and I think of fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Like, what, 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 is, what should I show to him? Um, and I believe right now where we've seen with, with him as he goes away to college and as he as he's there is that, man, it didn't take me to write him. It didn't take me to write him. It, it, all I can do is try to show him and tell him what I believe God has for him yeah. and surround him in a good area. We And he has a, a loving family that's always going to love him regardless. And he has completely gone to uh, college as far as or a couple months um, and just thrived. And, you know, and so I I would say to that parent, you know, um, you may not
1: see it. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale
2: But we we have seen the, the fruit. Maybe not the harvest didn't happen immediately. Like it yeah. took a lot of water. We're pouring water. <laughs> we're, we're miracle grow everything we can get to get that harvest. Uh, and we didn't see it until we got out of the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like it really like when he when he got out of the house. And I think that there was and maybe because we were helicopter parents, uh, maybe we didn't. Uh, maybe we were his ceiling. Uh, maybe we were that. Uh, and when we got out of the way he was able to, to flourish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that would be something is just say, maybe say a prayer like, am I, am I the lid? You know, yeah. and then yeah. give, give God a little bit more opportunity to work with them.
0: But that, I love that you said that. Cause I've, I've had that a little bit, like in certain areas with Cooper, our oldest, I I am not, I would not call myself a helicopter mom, but there's certain times when that will, f- all of a sudden there it is, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I'm like hovering and I'm, and I do feel like the Lord piercing my heart, like what you're saying, like, don't be a lid, Mm -hmm. don't be a lid. And you know, I know there's different, um, I'm going to ask you a question just a minute about this, but there's different, uh, pages that we follow on Instagram, like grown and flown where it's reminded us guys, if you're not following at grown and flown on Instagram, you're missing out great advice. There's also never empty nest is another one I follow on Instagram. But, um, I remember, you know, it kind of puts stuff out there because it is so easy to just want to, you know, hold them even tighter. Mm -hmm. And that's when they just want to like they're like, let me go, and then maybe don't make the best decisions. And I've had to remind myself of that, too. And I want you, Keisha, to describe. You you helped me so much. We we're talking about that time before our kids launch, how they do what to the nest. because Soiling it, the nest. Soiling the nest. Can you describe that for Goodness. our listeners? I love so that. So that
3: was from Grown and Flown. Um, and it was basically the concept that as they get ready to leave for college— <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> they really just are are trying to make their own way, and for ours, for our son, um, he he was already very independent. He felt he had all the tools and and I guess we're seeing he he really did. but to me, um, him trying to uh, assert his independence mm-hmm. was just um like making a mess of the house, not an actual mess, like an emotional mess of the house. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you controlling me? Why, um, it it feels like the closer I get to college, the more you're trying to pull back. And I didn't feel like I was. I think that was just really, his his wings were just ready to go. Um, And and we were still just trying to make sure that the the groundwork was there, Mm that the the foundation was laid. And it was, but just allowing that to... um, to happen before he actually left was was tough, just letting go of those things like yes. and, and knowing where to let go. I don't believe you should fully, okay, you're going to college. We're hands off. You do what you want to do. Right. That that still doesn't seem like the right answer to me. I think there was somewhere in between that, that we could have landed on, but- um, the soiling the nest—it's a good thing because then you're ready. You're ready for them to leave the nest and yeah. go spread those wings and fly. And, and and like he said, he is doing a phenomenal job in college,
0: and and the groundwork was laid and the foundation yes. was there, and he's, he's he's amazing. So. And it's so—I know as parents that brings you so much peace. But I think every parent, if we're all being honest, we all have that "what if." Oh, mm-hmm. like absolutely. Have, have we taught him all the things, you know. Always. Like, does he have that foundation in the Lord? Because, you know, gosh, in our culture these days, you just see, you see teenagers, you know, especially older teenagers leaving the faith and just like going to college and literally abandoning their faith. And I know, um, you know, this, like that, that's, that's something that, I mean, as Christian parents, that would be devastating. Like we want to make sure that they are firm in their, in their faith in the Lord and, uh, and not just going, you know, I mean. I can't imagine being in this world without having a foundation of faith. And so it is, but it does take your breath away a little bit thinking like, Lord, like you're just, you truly are. It's like you're like little bird fly and you're like, Lord, please like be there the whole way. Surround them by the right friends, give them the right opportunities to grow in you and to not grow farther away from you. And you know, I, did you kind of feel that in that launching time? Was it, even though, you know, you have taught them all these things, but that little bit of like, oh. Yeah,
3: definitely. And the other
0: thing is they're gonna have friends who, they may
3: have the same values as you. I'm not saying they don't have the same values, but they may have different rules at their home. True. They yeah. may be able to do a lot of things you may not allow, or vice versa. Right. So having the um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hey, that's. Sounds- <laughs> yeah whatever having the the courage to stand on what you yes, set yes. in place mm-hmm. um and what you and you can always go back and pray you know maybe we need to ease up here maybe we need to push more here but whatever you do land on having the courage to stand on that and I don't care what your friend's doing this yes. is this is what our home is doing um
0: yeah that's a big thing because that teenagers don't you feel like and Dave and I've seen this where it's like but they do it this way yes or,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. it's constant. Or everybody's
0: doing this, Mom.
2: It
3: started with social media. Well, they (laughs) got it, and we're not doing that yet. No, I know.
2: And then it went on to curfew, and then it went on to, you know, places in the, you know, we don't want you hanging out in downtown Dallas, you know, at 1 a.m. on a Saturday. Uh, And and so it it turns into just more and more. And, I mean, there's physical protection, but then there's the spiritual side of it. And that's, you know, you're you're praying for both, and you're trying to prepare them for both of it. And so uh, I would just say to that parent, stay patient in it you know it's a process it is a process raising shepherding and raising a child is a process and we're seeing it firsthand that uh and it doesn't mean you don't get anxious or you don't have those those nights but um for us we uh we're getting to the end of it like the end of the tunnel is coming uh (laughs) and you know but it just starts a new season and then we're walking them through we like we have our oldest who's already married and so you know and you know, we're, we're, we're walking through newlywed, you know, uh, you know, seasons. And so you, it, it's 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 fun. It, it's all exciting and fun. And I still can't believe that we're in our 40s and we're, that we're in this season because <laughs> yeah. I still feel like a kid at heart. Uh, but it's really a lot of fun. And God's been so good. So much favor on us.
1: And you guys are an yeah. amazing family. And it's just it's amazing to see your kids flying and mm-hmm. using that foundation you've given them to soar. I know guys got big plans for each of them. I know this this talk has been an encouragement to all who've heard it. You guys have taught us so much, just as uh, as you're sharing these principles that, that can help the marriage and parenting journey of anybody with with kids that age. And as you enter into this next season and you got the house to yourselves, I pray you have more naked time than ever. <laughs> he, he <laughs> I pray. Naked season. That that yes. it's just full of love and laughter. That. Yes. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> to, to Naked Time. Cheers to
0: the Naked Season. And yes.
1: <laughs> for all you guys who've been watching and listening, thank you so much for tuning in, and we appreciate you so much. If you know somebody who ha- is the parent of a teenager right now, um, share this with them. Just text them the link or, or tag them on social media and say, hey, listen to this. I think this would really, really encourage you. Uh, and and it will, because the, the wisdom you just heard from the Gomez's uh, could really make a big difference in the life of somebody who's in that season right now and we appreciate all of you thanks for tuning in thank you again to our dear friends eric and keisha thank you an honor we'll see you guys next time